Hey everybody, welcome back to the Lucky Dog Podcast. This is your host, Elias Rush. This podcast is sponsored by EliasRushMedia.com, photo, video, digital media production. Today we are discussing the first season of Yu-Gi-Oh! Duel Monsters, season one. Originally premiering in Japan, April 18th, 2000. It actually came to the States about a year later, September 29th, 2001, Duel Monsters, something I didn't even know that it was considered. I don't even think that it's uh, considered Duel Monsters, it's just considered Yu-Gi-Oh! So, um, anyways, this show follows Yugi Mutu, a timid kind-hearted boy who embarks on a journey with his friends um uh, joey tristan taya um to a duelist kingdom a tournament on an island of the same name to help free his grandfather so essentially this is a kids television show that has 2D animation, a little bit of a blend of a 3D animation. It's not exactly one of the most uh, expensive uh, animations that I've seen. And um, yeah, I used to be really involved in it as a youngling. I, or what, 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 what were the, as a, a young duelist, um, we used to go to this place is called a uh, books a million on Saturdays and used to duel, duel. <laughs> and I would always lose. Um, I'll be honest. Um, I was pretty ass. I was uh, like the 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 weevil or something of uh, <laughs> of the dual monsters universe. If if there was such one in uh, books a million, uh, I was not very good at playing the card game. But much like the card game uh, and real, I guess, uh, video game as well would be uh, the Pokemon world as well. I mean, you can probably list a handful of different types of uh, media that were based for kids, that were based in you know collecting cards, playing a game, reoccurring television shows. It was uh, honestly like a big franchise when it comes down to fueling how much is going into the property you watch the show you get the you want the monsters you want the cards you want to play the game reoccurring cycle so um yeah i absolutely wanted to go back and check this show out mostly just because of i think the uh, business side of this is is pretty interesting like i said the the reoccurring cycle that it puts you in as a, a viewer if you're really into it it's like yeah i want to play the game want to play uh, want to be more involved in the world, especially uh, as a young person. It's hard to grasp how much, you know, do these cards actually cost and stuff like that. So I, I'm going to kind of talk about this first two episodes in a way that, uh, you know, I, first, I watch the episodes and we'll break them down. But also I'm going to talk a little bit from the business aspect as well, just how this kind of influences buying decisions as well so i gotta say the opening of this show almost feels rushed or they were just not told exactly what the uh, deal of the 
the the show is or it feels like the whoever made the theme song was not in tune with i don't know the the the, the writing of the show i mean the writing's not like fantastic it's very um exposition heavy and you know explaining how they feel right right then and there kind of even to nobody at some points um but like listen to this beginning this beginning of the show first of all i think lasts forever it's way too long um and it's not really that catchy in my opinion So they give this kind of like exposition about who he is. Alright. Yugi. Okay, so they're, they're explaining the premise. Who he is. So he's kind of he's kind of like Okay, so that was the intro to just that was the intro to the intro. Okay, so right here, this. All right, this is outdated as hell. Like it's just like flash cut editing of all the monsters and stuff that you can get. It's just like you can buy this one, you can buy that one, you can buy this one. There's no. It's it's just this. Your move? I don't know. I, I, I'll I stop it there. But I'm I, I'm just saying... Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, God. Um, but... <laughs> I was just like... For as much as I really like this show... I, or I, I liked it when I was younger. And, you know, I, I respect it now for, you know, the property that it is. Um, and I did enjoy the... The, the the beginning of it, you know, it's twenty minutes. It was really easy to watch. Um, with saying that, that be that theme song. Good lord, it's just not like that interesting or or that thrilling. I I, I just don't remember it being like that. Is it your move, and then some ding 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 ding. Some nineties like techno. It's just like oh my goodness. So <laughs> I just had to say that up front because. I was like, good lord, I don't remember it being like this. And so, um, uh, yeah, let me see if there's anything else that we need to cover before hopping into the first episode. So, the first two episodes are what we're going to talk about. These are the ones that I watched. Originally, I was like, maybe I'll, I'll cover a couple episodes. And then I looked at the entire catalog of the first season. I was like, okay, Netflix has the first two seasons. I was like, okay, maybe we can cover a couple of them. And then I looked at how many episodes were in the first season. I was like, okay, one, two, five, ten. 20, 30, 40, 49, 49 episodes in the first freaking season. I was like, oh my land. Okay, so I at, at that point, I'm not even sure if I'm going to get to season two at this point. Um, I don't even want to promise anything. So that's why we're just going to cover at least the first two episodes and say that at least we, we did go back and look at a couple of the episodes. Um, just 49 episodes. Holy Santa Claus. Unless we just get like a crazy good response and people are like, yeah, we like hearing about Yu-Gi-Oh! and your take on it. Then, yeah, because I, I don't plan on this being like uh, 
that popular to be honest but who knows things being on netflix think uh revitalizes things hell that's why i'm actually watching it myself um so let's talk about the uh the plot for the first episode um under the name the hot of the cards the blood curdling blue eyes white dragon Yugi Moto and his three best friends, Joseph, Joey Wheeler, Tristan Taylor, and Taya Gardner, are in awe over Grandpa's Grandpa Solomon's collection of hundreds of rare duel monster cards. But when number one ranked duelist and ruthless tycoon Saito Kaiba kidnaps Grandpa, to get one of the rare four blue eyes white dragon cards, Yugi must face Kaiba in the ultimate dual monster showdown and avenge his material grandfather's honor. Sorry, maternal grandfather's honor. I'm a dumbass. <laughs> okay, so like I said at the beginning, the intro theme long as hell, but past that, um, you know, I like the introduction. Obviously, there's lots of explaining to do at the beginning, kind of introducing you to the world and to the game and, you know, the characters. I, I feel like from a plot standpoint, in 20 minutes, there's not a wasted second on screen. I mean, they're showing, you know, the the gang hanging out, Saito Kaiba, Saito Kaiba being kind of a jerk and apparently having this random company he's um, working on. Like, what? he's like rich but how old is this guy again like i'm i'm confused about this guy um but anyways there's not much uh time wasted on screen i mean there's something shown uh, just about on screen every second that is of importance whether it's you know grandpa uh you know making sure you understand that you know the heart of the cards and understanding that it's not about being greedy and stuff like that but uh, yeah, he, I think he said that he got the blue eyes, white dragon cards from a friend or something like that. But we'll talk about it in a second. Um, so yes, lots of explaining to do at the beginning. Um, uh, Saito Kaiba just shows up at Grandpa's place and is just like, "Yo, I got a big fancy company to run, and I need the blue eyes, white dragon." Yo, and slaps the uh, briefcase down with a bunch of cards on there. He's like, um, "Take the, take you know, take the cards." And uh, to, I'll get the dragon, and Grandpa's like, you know, nope, that's not, that's a no go. So, long story short, Kaiba ends up saying to his goons, that "I'm gonna need Grandpa to get scooped up so I can battle him in a dual monsters battle, so I can take his blue eyes white dragon." I mean, you the look on Kaiba's face when he freaking sees the blue eyes white dragon originally. I mean, it's just like. Um, there's some looks that they give Kaiba are, are pretty damn funny for the animation being kind of cheap as it is like they the, the characters don't do tons of movement like I remember like they'll have basically a single animation frame right there I don't know exactly what it's called but they'll have just like a single frame people won't really move in very much but they'll have like one or two movements in their face or their 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 jaw will you know go back and forth but ultimately it's kind of a cheap looking animation for at least this first episode 
Um, and it might be for because it is 49 episodes, they had to draw like all this, um, you know, draw, draw all this animation. This was probably before things went full digital. I mean, this was still like probably early 90s when they were originally writing all these concepts. Um, and you know, the, ori the original Yu Gi Oh! show came out, I think, about two years before, two or three years before this. Um, that was only aired in Japan, which um, I actually almost started covering on accident. But then I, I read the synopsis. I was like, wait a second, this is not the right one I watched. I was like, oh, wait, this is the older one. So the 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 show that we're watching is actually a redux of the original Yu-Gi-Oh that uh, was only in Japan. So anyways, um, yeah, there are some jazzy transitions in, in between this that uh, feel a little bit dated and weird for as, uh, you know, much as it leans on the, the manga from, I guess, a story standpoint, it does have a lot of uh, parts of it that feel like it's uh, rooted in the late 90s, early 2000s. So Kaiba is the best in the country? Like, how is Kaiba the best in the country and no one knows this? Like, the at least Yu-Gi-Oh! and his grandpa don't know this. I feel like if you're the best in the country and you play the game, you should, you would know who's the best in, in the country, right? I, that would be my guess. I don't know. So I had to look up Kaiba's age. He's apparently 18 in this, because that would make sense. You know, he's still young, really young, but, I mean, he's, like, running companies, apparently. Um, so, yeah. Grandpa got his blue eyes, white dragon, from a friend. Um, there's a part of Kaiba's inner monologue that's him driving away from Grandpa's place when he's thinking, like, I need the blue eyes, white dragon. And um, it's when he's been denied it. He's just like your uh, your typical antagonist that is just like kind of ridiculous, always thinking to himself. But what I'm finding is that he's thinking to himself and we're getting his inner monologues because he has no one to talk to. And so maybe they should have written someone for him to talk to. I can't remember if later in down the uh, line he starts talking to somebody so we can kind of get some more... Uh, natural thoughts because what i have noticed actually in this first episode kind of just to either get story or uh you know some sort of thoughts out is that um either Yu-Gi-Oh or other other characters will talk to each other or talk to themselves in their head and we'll hear the inner monologues just so that it kind of you know progresses the story it, it makes it easier for the writers not to have them bouncing that the thoughts off of somebody else um it's like they're talking directly to the audience, sort of like in a fourth wall breaking kind of thing. Um, so, yeah, Grandpa gets fucking shook down. Um, and we have this 80s. Uh, oh, sorry. Sorry. The, the editing swipe and sound effects is, is pretty damn good. Like these different editings are just like, shh, shh, you. You know, it's pretty interesting uh, editing sound effects and whatnot. Almost like an 80s aesthetic. So how did Grandpa lose the blue eyes? If he's this good, how did he lose to Saito, Saito Kaiba? Um, I know that he was kind of forced into doing it, but it's just like, 
come on, Grandpa, how are you going to do that? Uh, and then when they get the, uh, when Kaiba gets the card and he's right in front of all of his friends, he's like, straight rips the entire blue eyes right in front of him. And it's like, it's like a, uh, it turns into like a pizza editing. It's like, it's like, Joey, Taya, you, you know, it shows everybody like, and it's like, okay, I like this editing. I, I, I like it. I can dig it. It's, uh, it's a lot faster editing than I was uh, expecting. Um, you always got to respect the heart of the cards, which I don't remember what the hell that means. Basically, don't get greedy, even though that's the whole point of the game. So, um, what I do remember is there's uh, some good support from his friends. I'm, I'm, I'm liking the, the friendship hood or whatever the hell that's called. The friendship between the, the gang they got very much is uh, well, I don't know. It's, it's nice to see, I guess. I don't know. I, I feel like there's a lot of, like, I guess maybe not that much kids animation that has, you know, bad portrayals of um, friends or stuff like that. But it, it, it just feels like they're, you know, they're in high school, carefree friends. You, you already know what I'm saying. Oh, yeah. But I did write that thing about that stupid thing on their hands you know the, she's like all right put our hands together and i'm gonna draw a, a, a you know, big ass sharpie all over our fucking hands i was like oh my gosh all right y'all are in high school y'all aren't like in fifth grade this isn't some some bullshit like that let's get this out of here <laughs> um you know just to remember that they're all friends it's like well you don't need that shit i don't know um Yu-Gi-Oh taps on his pyramid and what looks to be has like like an upgrade Mario style. I don't know if you can say it, but it looks like he straight squicks himself and like becomes his uh, bigger self, I guess. I, I don't even know what that, what, what his upgraded self is called Yu-Gi-Oh 2.0 or whatever. Um, I kind of, I probably should have done a little bit more research on what he, his actual form is called. But when he transforms into his 2.0 self, no one questions that. Is that just something he does? Like, if that was me, I'd just be like walking down the street, you know, I'd be hitting that like, uh, I don't know, like pyramid on the top. And I'd be upgrading myself all damn day, straight hustling, be like, what up, girl? And, you know, just when you're going on like an airplane or something like that and you need to get a little bit smaller, you're like, it's like, you know, like, uh, you know, shrink yourself just a little bit into the regular Yugi. That's what I would do. <laughs> um, uh, I, I don't even know why you would go back and forth. I, I can't remember if it's like only if it's time to duel or what. I, I didn't exactly pick up what was going on. So, um, I guess everyone's just seen him do this, but you know, you, you best know if you could upgrade yourself or upgrade, he like grows like a foot taller, probably gains like, uh, you know, some muscles, some abs, you know, he, he, he turns into the, his, his voice goes from hello to hello, you know, it is like, uh, from boy to the man. Um, let's just say he. <laughs> why does nobody question this like everyone's just like okay i guess that's just the thing he does um 
And how is that not like cheating? Like if anyone else was doing that, I feel like they would be like, all right, that's a little bit uh, sus. <laughs> I was just like, okay, this is uh, clearly a one up. Like if uh, if you're getting ready to fight somebody and they like do the old Popeyes spinach and it's like, and then the fucking muscles come out of the ass. It's like, God dang, you just grew a fucking foot. <laughs> I didn't want to fight that guy. I wanted to fight the guy that was like three foot tall. Oh my gosh. And Yu-Gi-Oh as a character, as a concept character, is very interesting. I mean, what is he, a blonde? He has he has he has like three different layers of types of hair. I mean, he is a classic anime character. Um but he really is like three foot tall in comparison to his friends. My my goodness, he's short. Um but yeah, he has like a red outline on the top of his head, and then he has black hair, and then he has fringes of uh, blonde. Like, good lord, what, you know, he, he has all the colors in the world, uh, uh, in the wind. <laughs> oh my goodness! But um, yeah. So now that we've alienated ninety percent of the audience, um, what do we got? Let me see. Joey sounds like uh, Daniel LaRusso oh, when they're battling and stuff. He's like, you can do a Yugi. He's like, I'm going to go get a hoagie and a fucking corn dog down the street, all right? It's like, oh, my God, dude. Where is this guy from? <laughs> it's like, can you uh, relax, man, and fucking go get a double quarter pounder with cheese? You know, it's like, Joey, shut the fuck up. <laughs> um... And, uh, yeah, so, man, fuck Kaiba, fucking beating up an old man and, like, forcing him to fight and stuff like that. I don't know. I was just, like, <laughs> fucking Joey's karate kid sounding ass. Oh, my goodness. What else do we have? Um, yeah, so the one thing about this uh, show that I kind of forget, and I guess this is true for almost any of the shows I, I've I've been watching, and I haven't really covered this to uh, to an extent. But I guess when you have a show that has people having random superpowers, having uh, random monsters, or you know, drawing cards and having certain things happen, obviously, it can be it's writer manipulation to an extent. You know, it's like obviously the story is never a surprise to the writer that makes it. You know. But with having a deck of cards as one of the main subjects of the of the battle of of the game, it's like they can literally pull any card up that can literally mean or do or say anything. And so I don't know how I feel about that as a concept yet because what are there, 52 cards or something like that? I don't remember how many cards are in a Yu-Gi-Oh deck, but I know 52 in a regular deck. So let's just say there's, you know, 30 cards in a deck. Even us as the viewer, there's no way we would be able to track all 30 of these cards. I don't remember how many cards. Let's just say there's 30 or, or so, 30 plus cards in a deck. Um, like, it, basically the writers can draw any card yugi needs to have or needs not to have at the time so that's the that's the whole thing i guess you could say the same thing about like 
um, you know, Pokemon and them running into any Pokemon they really need to at any time. But I still feel like uh, there's such a broad spectrum of cards. I don't, I don't think I, I ever had uh, a book that had every card ever laid out like I did Pokemon. I think there was like a solid 150 Pokemon for uh, a, a big chunk of the uh, 90s um, run of Pokemon, maybe a little bit more. But I mean, there was like a set amount and you're like, okay, that's a that, that's a, that's a Zapdos, that's a Geodude, that's a that, this, the, the other. Um, but yeah, so th there's like an unlimited amount of cards is what I'm saying, which he can be, th he can pull whatever he needs to at the time the writers need him to, you know, he can always pull something, a, a rabbit out of his hat because the hat's unlimited, you know? Um, so what else do we have? I do like the different designs of the monsters that are shown, like, I do say that they can draw any card they need to at any time, but that also gives them the opportunity to draw different types of monsters as well. So, like at the beginning of the, sh uh, I was gonna say the beginning of the show, the beginning of the battle, Yu-Gi-Oh like upgrades himself, like I like I said earlier. That is an entirely different show in itself. I mean, that's probably why there's forty nine episodes. I mean, there is a completely there's a show within a show in this pilot. Like, okay, so there's a there's a world where you can battle these hologram type monsters in these really expensive looking stadiums. Um, but on top of that, there's real mo. Uh, there, sorry, there's not real. There's a uh, real uh, magic happening with our main character, and they just don't care to explain it it's like okay <laughs> I, I guess well we're just gonna have to uh, go on by that or wait till episode two till they go a little bit more into depth about it it's just like okay um i guess we're just gonna ignore the fact that he just grew a foot um but yeah so Yu-Gi-Oh swiped his hand at uh kaiba after you know the intense battle going on basically I do feel like Yu-Gi-Oh is losing most of his battles until he draws like one or two cards and that really save him at the very end because that's really what the most interesting thing would be. Otherwise, he's just like a baller the entire time using Grandpa's deck. I mean, Grandpa's been playing this for however long. I think they said the the uh, the monster game had been playing had, uh, yeah, however long they had been playing the games. Um, I don't think I have a you know how long they had been playing but for a while obviously um so yeah um so there's some cool animations with kaiba and uh yugi both you know attacking each other it's like i said the animation is like there's not a lot moving on screen so like they'll show the illustration and then it'll just kind of pull out slowly from that animation or slide to the right or slide to the left a lot of panning or tilting up and down um i think it's mostly just because it's a, a, ch a cheaper animation although it's still so visually interesting and the colors are so rich um even that you know this many years later it, i still really enjoy the the visuals of it despite you know things not moving a ton um so yeah, what else do we have? Um, so, oh yeah, so at the very end when he is about obliterated by the three 
blue eyes white dragon i was like i don't even remember how he gets out of this i, I completely forgot even though uh one of the first things he pulls is um an exodus piece sorry exit i said exodus exodia piece and exodia is something we find out is like the ultimate uh one all stops all the uh, obliteration oh wow that was really cool the blue eyes white dragon um uh, you know attack is really cool and then he gets like two two other blue eyes i was like god dang this dude is backed up so when he gets the full hand of exodia um that was pretty cool but i wish it wasn't like like the 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 name was like obliterate like that's the he didn't have like a cooler you know like uh, send them back to the shadow realm or something like that. I don't know. I felt like you could have said something other than obliterate. That just felt like a generic thing to say. Um, yeah, considering it's like the one all be all character. Um, Dark Magician gets picked up. I, I I thought he had a little bit more time on screen. He's mostly just like a really cool looking character. Um, so at the very end when Kaibo's like, oh my goodness, it couldn't be. It's like, how did Grandpa not draw all those cards anyway? Um, what's it uh like kaiba's like how can it be and like let me let me fast forward to the uh exodia coming out like exodia has a really dope looking uh animation fucking jacked and uh yeah kaiba looks like he just himself just straight sheet himself um and so yeah Yu-Gi-Oh's like obliterate blah 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 obliterates all the dragons and literally obliterates um, Kaiba in the next week, which um, I feel like Yu-Gi-Oh should be, um, what's it? He should be famous after this, which he kind of is, I think we find out. And uh, yeah, you got to put your heart in the game. And that's that's how you know there's nothing you can't do. That's, that's what his line is. And apparently Grandpa is... Um, Oh, okay. So, Grandpa is recovering in the hospital, and right at the very end, Yu-Gi-Oh! swipes his hand at Kaiba, and he's like, Open your mind! And basically makes Kaiba sheet himself again. So, that's like two pairs of britches he's had to change at this point. And so, it's so much that he wakes up Grandpa in the hospital. And... Uh, yeah, like, Grandpa's kind of like the Obi-Wan of this series a little bit. Like, he's uh, kind of teaching, you know, Luke the ways of the Force. And so, we have this guy named uh, Pegasus at the very end. I don't know if we've actually introduced to his name who it is. Um, but he is just the off the first, like, frame that we see him. You can clearly tell that this guy is probably gay not saying anything about it just saying he's like you know sir there's this new challenger approaches he's like mm. and he's got that cup of wine just holding it way up to his shoulder and you can just see the little uh the, the i don't even know what it's called that he's got on you, you can just tell by his attire that he is just a, a, a definitely an interesting character um so yeah, after the first episode, I mean, I was fucking hooked. I was like, this is fucking awesome. This is this is what I'm talking about when it comes down to the Yu-Gi-Oh shit. And so yeah, the 
first episode is uh, a wrap. I think that this is actually a pretty successful pilot in hooking you in and being like, yeah, I'll check out the second episode. I don't know about 49 episodes, which I might do some background watching and eventually get to the very last episode and we'll do a little recap. Possibly. I don't want to promise anything. If, if people are like, yeah, we want one, then, you know, we'll, we'll do it, obviously. But, um, you know, I've seen all these episodes very long time ago. When I was uh, a, a young duel master myself, or whatever they call it. I, I kind of forgot what the, the duelist, duel, yeah, duel master, duel monster master. I don't know. Um, but yeah, I think it's overall a successful pilot, um, considering it was uh, aired in the U.S. Uh, September 29th, 2001. You know, so think about that. That's fucking 19 years ago at this point my lord um and you know a few weeks after um the tragic 9-11 attacks and i mean it would make sense why this would be popular just to kind of get people out of or not people but you know to get kids focused on you know some some other things that are obviously happening in the world so this makes sense about why it probably was popular around at the time so i'm going to cover episode two in uh, another podcast but uh thank you for listening to the Yu-Gi-Oh season one episode one coverage um let me know what you thought about it let me know how i can improve and um let me know what you think about Yu-Gi-Oh. Dual Monsters or any of the other seasons. I, I This was the only um, television series regarding Yu-Gi-Oh! that I was uh, familiar with. Familiar with. Um, the, uh, you know, like I said, the original Yu-Gi-Oh! that, uh, that uh, premiered in Japan was 27 episodes at one season in um, 98. Um, so yeah, that was like three years before... Um, but yeah, so let me see. Oh, a lot of people refer to this as a uh, season zero of Yu-Gi-Oh, um, the, the Japanese one. Very interesting. Hmm. Um, so yeah, it's, it's all based on the same manga of the same, um, same writer, uh, Kazuki Takahashi, I believe. Kazu, Kazuki Takahashi. All right, man. I tried. I tried. You know, don't beat me up too bad. So yeah, that probably that dude's probably a bajillionaire right now. I don't know, fifty nine. Yeah, he's still living it up. I would assume. Um, but yeah. So, all right, everyone. Thank you for listening, watching Luck It Out podcast. Um, check out episode two of Yu Gi Oh. Um, season one, episode two uh, review. We are actually getting ready to record those, so um, it'll be uh ready for you in the library in about a week so thank you for listening watching look it up podcast if you want to donate paypal.me slash the look it up podcast comments questions concerns um go to look it up podcast at gmail.com facebook twitter instagram twitch if you want this podcast early get it on youtube if you want it live get it on twitch if you want it mastered if you want it sexy and mastered 
then <laughs> then it's uh or you know maybe not sexy and mastered but just maybe just mastered then it'll be on uh, soundcloud and uh your uh podcast provider like i said this is uh adults only so get your ass out of here if you're not so um yo take it easy take it easy time to do 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 do